So it's, it was a fantastic day yesterday. I mean, my heart is full to overflow anyway, because I've uh, just got back from an incredible trip, which we are going to be speaking about this morning in the service. So uh, if you'll bear with me, we are going to jump right into this. And um, I'm really hoping and praying that this doesn't become one of those, you know, when you're a kid and your grandma invited you around to show you the pictures of her vacation, and it was like two hours later, and you're like, this is me on the beach. This is me at the cafe next to the beach. This is me in front of the hotel. I hope and pray it's not going to be that. I hope and pray you'll be inspired as we share stories and videos and pictures of our trip to Ecuador. But before we get started, let me just jump into a little history as to how we even ended up thousands of miles away, south of the equator, where when you flush the toilet, the water did go the other way, which was super exciting to be able to see that happen in real life. And um, how do we get there? Well, I'll tell you. In 2013, um, right before Connect launched, I had the opportunity to go to Ecuador with a group of pastors. And uh, the reason they took us there was because they wanted to show the work that an organization called Compassion was doing. Compassion International is a wonderful organization. They work with children around the world, and they wanted us pastors to go and see this. So there's um, a, a skinnier Dave Jane five years ago um, on the trip, and we went to this church here, Centro Evangelistico. Uh, you'll be very impressed this morning with my Spanish. It'll come up a couple of times, and it's uh, marvelous. Um, leaving Ecuador, getting ready to plant Connect Church, I remember thinking, we need to be a part of this organization. We need to invest in this. This is something that I think the people of Washington could really get behind and make an incredible difference in. So since then, we've actually had four Compassion Sundays. Over the last five years, every year we've had a Compassion Sunday where we have um, just spent that morning talking about the work of this organization and what it does to release children from poverty in Jesus' name. It's been wonderful because over those years, many of you have taken packets and you've decided, I want to um, pay the $38 a month to help a child in poverty. I want to make a difference in the life of a child. And we've tried to make sure that all those packets were in Ecuador because we really had a heart to impact that country. We've also found out on that trip that there were many children who were waiting to be sponsored, but Compassion kind of has this, um, this, this guideline that they will only go into a community where there is a local church that they can partner with because they really believe that it's not just about the, the physical and holistic needs of those, those kids, that there's a spiritual element as well. They want to reach those children and share Jesus with them as well. So, uh, so they always partner with churches. And we discovered on that trip in 2013 that there were some pastors ready to plant churches in communities down there. There were some children in poverty ready to be sponsored. And the only thing they didn't have was a building, a church building. We learned on that trip that $80,000 is all it costs to build a building down there with a church and a kid's area. And, and uh, I got to thinking, you know, we, we could do that. So we are coming up on our five-year anniversary. We finally have a building of our own. But anytime someone asks me, hey, when are you going to build a building? I love telling them, oh, we've already built a couple. It's just their, their churches. They're in Ecuador. So uh, since 2013, we, uh, we haven't fully funded, but we've partially funded three different church plants down in Ecuador. That's amazing. And as you... Share that round of applause. That's for you this morning. You, you've done that. So we've done it in several different ways. We've had some of those Compassion Sundays. We took up a special offering to help send some money, and, and you gave to that special offering. We actually set aside some of our giving every week. We've decided as a church that we want to invest 10% of everything we get, every penny and every offering to make a difference in church planting and children around the world. So if you've ever put 
a penny. If you've ever put a dollar in the offering, 10% of that has gone towards building these three buildings, these three churches. You have helped make that happen. I did a bike ride a few years ago, and we raised $10,000. I rode from here to Chicago with some friends. All that money went towards building these buildings. But our plan all along wasn't just to sponsor children. It wasn't just to help build these wonderful buildings down there. We knew that Connect, as well as Church Plant, we had this passion to impact the lives of children. You see that here on a Sunday morning. If you're a parent here, I hope you realize that we have many volunteers and resources that we pour into Connect Kids. We think the lives of kids are incredibly important. We want them to learn about God, how much he loves them, and how special they are. But globally, we want to make a difference in the lives of these beautiful children. So as a church, we're thrilled that this partnership with Compassion means that we can impact the lives of children. But all along, my dream as the pastor of Connect Church wasn't just to see children sponsored. It wasn't just to plant those churches. It was to one day go and visit the, one of the churches that we helped plant. And a week and a half ago, a team of 15 of us uh, got to see that dream come true. We left here at the early hours of about 3 o'clock in the morning. And this uh, crazy group here, that's at O'Hare. We're looking very happy and awake. We're not in the least bit awake, but we smiled for the picture. Uh, we jumped on an airplane, and we spent a week in Ecuador. And Macy Brown, one of our uh, team members, she was our official photographer, videographer for the trip, and uh, she gathered all of those images and videos and uh, put together a little highlight video of the trip. So check this out.
So Ecuador is the most beautiful country, and despite there being pockets of areas where there's extreme wealth and people who, are, you know, business leaders, politicians who have uh, a lot of money, there's extreme poverty as well. The uh, average income of a person in uh, Ecuador is about $370 a month um, across the country. And the people that we were working alongside, the families we got to see were well below that number. They were in extreme poverty. So we got to meet these families. We got to see their homes. We got to meet with the kids, play with the kids. It was just incredible seeing what Compassion is doing to help these families, help these children. One of the highlights for me in organizing the trip was of the 15 people that we took, 10 of them were high school and college-age students. So just being able to take these young people who all they know is Washington, Illinois, or America, to be able to see what life is like in another culture, in another um, part of the world where so, so many have so little, and just seeing God at work in their lives. Will, my son, was uh, one of the young people who got to go. I've asked if he will come up. He uh, wrote a very insightful Instagram post uh, right after we got back, and he was thrilled when I asked him to come and read it aloud to... <laughs> everyone at church this morning. So tell us your experience, Will. Hello. (laughs) Um, Over the past week, I've learned that poverty is not just a materialistic issue. Um, Poverty can be the absence of anything, not just wealth. But when people hear the word poverty, they only think of the numbers, like like money. And uh, The kids in Ecuador are living in poverty, but I know that they are so rich in every other way. Um, They're rich in happiness and a love for God and for others. And everyone in Ecuador and on the trip has helped me in so many ways to find God in places I never expected. Um, The kids don't care about how much money they have. All they wanted to do was learn about God and about us gringos. (laughs) Thank you. You can find him on Instagram. Many other insightful posts like that show up on a regular basis. So what I want us to do this morning is take a few minutes and kind of talk through. There was, there was really three or four main days in the middle of the trip that we were really engaged and active. Uh, there was a lot of travel either side. But um, rather than me just explain each day, I've asked some of the members of the team to come and join me on stage. And we're going to kind of walk through each one of those days, what we got to do, and then maybe get to hear some of their perspectives on it. So the first four of you, you can come on up right now. The, uh, that's it. Yeah, start moving. Well done. <laughs> Here they come. So I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll move this to here. That's for me. Thanks. All right. Did you guys get a uh, microphone? There was a mic. There it is. Okay. So, um... The very first day, we woke up the next morning, we were staying in a hotel um, just on the coast, a city called Manta, and it was actually quite a nice hotel because the city itself during the day was a a very safe, nice city, but at nighttime, we weren't allowed to go outside of the hotel. Uh, There was an armed security officer down by the um, kind of the beach area, the back of the hotel, you know, because at nighttime, this wasn't the safest of places. So uh, they put us somewhere where we felt safe in this particular hotel. 
But um, the first morning, we, we left the hotel and we headed to the church for the very first time. We'd, uh, we'd not seen it before. We'd not got to meet them before. And I'm going to ask Ben in a minute just to tell us what it was like just arriving there on that very first day. But before he does, just a little short video clip here of the greeting that we got when we arrived at the hotel that day. Hello. 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 I mean, you can hear us there, hola. I mean, we are just fluent. I mean, we were just <laughs> communicating. It was just amazing, the interaction that was taking place between us and these kids. But, Ben, what was it like getting off the bus that day and meeting those kids? Yeah, so, sorry, I'm loud. <laughs> um, like he said, we are staying in, like, um, a built-up hotel in a pretty nice area, but uh, it was still dangerous. And that first day driving to the church was really where we saw the most um, impoverished areas. And uh, that's the first time we saw the little houses that you see in the pictures. Um, and that's when, like, everything's going through your head, as for, probably for us kids, like your mom saying, you know, people in other countries don't have this. <laughs> and that's when you're realizing, yeah, okay. But uh, it was super special. When we, you just saw the little video clip. When we first arrived, um, there were hundreds of kids welcome, welcoming us uh, along with their the pastor and his wife and the workers of the church and they had bought um, stuff to make signs and they bought streamers and the confetti little popper kit cannons and they did it all for us and we thought it was such a an amazing thing that we could go and see them and see the church we had helped build and help the kids but uh, really, they were just excite as excited as we were, and it was um, just a blessing to see how happy they were. And as we were walking up, every kid, the kids would come up, and they all they just wanted to shake your hand or hug you. And every single one, no matter if it was a kid or an adult or uh, whoever was on the trip, they all wanted to make an interaction with you. And uh, that was super cool going to the church for the first day. So we got to kind of hang out with the kids that first day, but what was really cool was we got to serve them lunch and uh, uh, get to prepare the food and help deliver to the kids. And then after lunch, we actually split up the group of us, 15 of us, into three smaller groups of five. And then we were actually taken uh, to three homes in the community. We were invited to three people's homes. Um, these were very small homes. Um, we'll show you some pictures in a second. In fact, let's show those pictures first. Let's cut to the, uh, the home visit pictures if we could. So this is pretty normal for what we would see in the area of the size of the homes, the structure. Some were cement blocks. Most were bamboo canes. Uh, this was the uh, family who I got to go visit with Ben and Will. We support Zulika, who I'm holding that picture, she's uh, six years old, this was her home. This was like the living room kitchen area, and then that doorway at the back, if you click to the next picture, this was her bedroom. So the bed on the left that Will's sitting on, that was where mum and dad and the baby sleep, and then the other bed on the right is where Zulika and her eight-year-old brother, they sleep together, and they're all in that one room. Uh, they had no running water in the house, a truck would come by each day and they would fill up some water and keep that for the day. 
Uh, they had electricity. Some people had electricity legally. Others would just find a way to tap into the lines and, and run it to the house. Uh, there was a couple of other teams got to go on home visits, I think. Let's have a look at the next picture. Is that? This is one of my favorite pictures of the trip. So this is Christian and Ethan Sabota. And uh, this was their little guy that they sponsor. So they got to go and visit his house. And I was walking along behind them, and he just grabbed Christian's hand and was just leading him to his house. I think the next picture, he's holding hands with both of them there, just kind of <laughs> walking to their home. And these people have so little, and yet every team that went for a home visit, the next picture will show, um, they came up and they'd, they'd made a gift for us. They gave us a gift. They were, so gracious. they were so grateful that we would come and visit them in their homes. So, uh, Shelby, I know you and your family got to visit a home. Tell us what your experience was like. I mean, actually, Shelby's going to share a little bit of like, how she first felt when she landed in Ecuador, and then what that home visit was like. Okay, so... Um... As we were driving from Guayaquil to Manta, seeing from the window of the bus, um, we got to see the places that people call home, um, women washing their children's clothes in the river, dogs walking alongside the road looking for food, um, horses were roaming the streets, and then we saw a lot of families on the road trying to sell fruit or um, items they may have made. And just seeing all of this, I was struck by the amount of poverty in the country, and I Myself couldn't shake the feeling of guilt, just feeling like God gave me so much, but these families so little. But um, like we've already said, they it looks for, from our perspective, it looks like they have they don't have a lot, but they're rich in love, and um, that's so important. And um, so the home visit that was one of the most amazing moments on the trip for me. Um, we got to visit a woman named Paula, and she had three children. She was a single mom. And um, her home was made out of bamboo, and uh, it had no running water, no bathroom, and it was built on a hill, so if it rained, the water would pour into her home. Um, our translator asked her what um, her dreams were for her children, and she, in that moment, she began to tear up, and she said that she wanted her children to always follow the Lord. And um, then, with more tears streaming down her face, she said that she wants to be able to provide a safe home for her family. And that, in that moment, it broke me because she's just a single mom who loves her children so much, but she cannot physically provide a safe home. So in that moment, I realized how grateful I um, am, and she changed my life forever. Thank you. <laughs> you know, if you've ever been on a missions trip, uh, you'll know that very often you go with this thought and belief that we're going to do something for other people. And invariably what happens is you return realizing that the plan was that God also wants to do something in your heart and in your life. And I saw that happen so much in everyone that was on the trip. Um, we went back to the hotel that night. Then the next day we had a full day. That was Saturday. We came back and we were hosting a big VBS. We did a vacation Bible school with games and stories and songs. Uh, we did a movie in the afternoon with popcorn and candy. But uh, just to give you some context before we talk about that VBS, I wanted to give you a little tour of the church itself. Because like I said, if you um, have given here at Connect, you've helped make this happen. You helped raise the, the $20,000 for this particular project that we sent, along with three other churches that raised 20000 to build this building. So I wanted to take you on a little tour of that building before we talk about the VBS. So check out this video. 
Okay, I'm stood outside of the church. It is uh, Centro Cristian Divina Rodento. This is the church that two years ago, through offerings at Connect Church, we were able to help build. Two years ago, this church didn't exist, and thanks to your donations, it is now a structure. We've just finished service here on a Sunday morning. There were um, easily 100 people here, children, family members, adults. So I want to give you a quick tour of the church, so follow me. We're inside the church right now. I got to speak to the congregation here a few minutes ago. The place was full of adults and children as they worshipped God. And just amazing. This community didn't have a church in two years ago. This church didn't exist. And the pastor planted this church. And thanks to some donations from us, we were able to help build the building that they're in. So let's check out behind the church. Where the kids come all during the week and play and have their activities. At, when they're finished with school, they come here in Compassion, uh, does lessons with them, helps them with their health education. Uh, we're after church right now, the kids are playing, so let's take a look at the rest of the building. So after church, every kid gets a snack, they all get a sandwich and a drink. So right now they're playing and they're uh, eating their snacks. Let's take a look at the uh, rooms over here. Over here in the corner, we've got a couple of bathrooms. Here's the kitchen. This wonderful lady Hola. makes the food. Hola. <laughs> and then this is one of the classrooms in here. Wonderful family. Hola. <laughs> this is a classroom. Then right over behind me, you can see two more classrooms. And then over there is the office. Thanks for uh, all your support making this happen, and thanks for coming on this little tour of this church. So there you go, right there in just the middle of these, these homes is this building, and it's just become like a center of the community. Kids from Compassion come there, but other kids come as well, uh, some waiting to be sponsored. The day of the VBS, they invite all their friends, and the cooks were working really hard because they had to prepare a lot more food that day, and we were praying that it would all um, make its way to everyone. But Nathan, tell us a bit about the VBS. That, uh, Josh, I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, she should see the look of panic on Nathan's face. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing to say about the VBS. So I was in the um, games group of the VBS, which is out in that open area right outside um, the like church building. And I was with Will and um, Christian and Chris. And um, one of this game, one of the games was we each person would have a little like plastic paper cup, and they'd make a huge line, and they're like. 70 kids in each group, so we'd have three lines, and we'd put one ping pong ball on each on uh, on the end of a line, and they'd have to dump it in cup to cup um, all the way to the end of the line. And this was like such a simple game, and um, like if I was playing, I'd probably get a little bored of it. But these kids were just so happy, and then um, as we like, so we got done with one ball, and then we had extra, so we're like, oh, we might as well do two. We're like. Kids, we're going to do two balls in each cup. So then they get excited. And then um, we get up to three, and they're just, like, jumping up and down. They're going crazy. And it's just cool to see, like, um, the, like, the joy. Just, like, it's a simple game. And they were just so happy and full of, like, um, happiness and joy and love. And it was so cool. And then another game we did was this one with um, this huge ball. It was, I mean, it was big. And most of these little kids were, like, tiny, and um, they had to go over and under, and then 
So then when these little kids were putting this ball under their leg, they would have to like, it was bigger than the leg in between their legs, so they'd have to like jump over it, and they're just also excited um, with the games. And as well as the games, we had another group was doing crafts, and another group was telling the story of Zacchaeus and singing songs, and just so, our team did great. They were just interacting, they were fully engaged from young to old, all involved, and just great seeing the kids. And then on the Sunday morning, we actually got to return back to the church, and uh, it's still a crazy thing, because right now in Ecuador, they're having church in that building that we were in a week ago. So uh, I got to speak to the congregation last Sunday, Um, I had a translator, obviously, Um, and I could probably use a translator here every week, to be honest, but uh, (laughs) I definitely needed one there, and um, got to speak to the congregation, and Nathan, tell us what it was like being there that day at that church. Uh, So, (laughs) this whole, the, before going into the week, I was very um, anxiety-filled, just having to interact with kids who spoke a different language and were a part of a different culture, but Uh, As soon as I got there and started to interact, and I'm sure it applies for everybody else, a part of the mission group, um, the anxiety was just like washed away and like God just spoke through these kids and connecting with them was so easy. And um, when we we, um, got to go to the church service and listen to Dave speak, I remember after our translator Carlita um, translated for Dave, there were several people in the back of the church church that said amen, and it was like in that moment that I realized um, it, it was just incredible because it, that whole like the fact that they could take what Dave was saying and understand, it epitomized the fact that there's really no obstacle that can get in the way of uh, God spreading his light, it, 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 like no obstacle such as um, a language difference, a culture difference, uh, and that, so that was really special to me. Uh, listening or being able to witness that. And then what was uh, cool, so we've got a picture, I think, from my perspective, looking out at the church that day. So that was our church service this last Sunday, looking out. And yeah, like Nathan said, he heard some people say amen. You lot never say amen. So that was, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that felt good to to finally realize. Thank you, thank you, yeah. That's why I'm connecting somewhere. So... (laughs) You know, something was particularly humbling, and we'll, we'll kind of wrap up this portion with this. There was, uh, at the end of the service, they had all the team come up, and then one by one, the groups of kids came up, and they gave us gifts. They made these little necklaces that the team were wearing here that they'd carved their names on. They gave us little bags with the word Ecuador, and again, we, we were so humble, because we're like, we're, we feel like we're here to bless you. Why are you doing this for us? But just such a beautiful culture, beautiful people who just want to bless, and they, we were the first American team that had ever been to their church, so they they really were excited for us to be there. Um, let's thank these guys. They did great. I'm going to, you guys can go take your seats. Leave that stool here. Actually, Ben, leave your stool there. You can take the stools, but Ben, you leave yours. Um, we got one more thing I want to share. I'm going to ask Chris Dravis if he'll come up. So, um, like I said, it was, they were just such beautiful people, such wonderful people, and the team did great. But I think for me, the highlight of the trip Um, was that many of our team sponsor children. I know some of you sponsor children. And we got to meet our sponsor children. Some of us who sponsor children, we actually got to meet our sponsor children. So while Chris is coming up, check out this uh, last video we've got here of uh, the Dravis family. (laughs) 
So Chris and Regina, they've been a part of Connect for a long time, since way back in the beginning, I believe, and their kids all attend Connect, and uh, I know you told me that early on you got involved in Compassion. Tell us why and, and what that was like. Well, we came for a service, I think it was three years ago on a Compassion Sunday, and afterwards, all the kids that were in the service, they wanted to sponsor a child, of course, so we, uh, I let them, you know, pick out a child off the table and we decided to sponsor the child and I was always very skeptical of these type of organizations you know how do you know that the picture you got is the picture of the actual kid that needs a sponsor and that sort of thing but uh you know a lot of that was put to rest this week yeah so Veronica is that the name of the Veronica yeah and tell us about Veronica oh she's beautiful she's a great (laughs) kid um so by having the opportunity to meet her uh, she came out, and you'll notice there's a lot of people in the video, they, they have to bring their parent, they have to bring a representative from the church that they attend, which was not the one that we planted, because we started sponsoring her before this church was planted, uh, that we visited this time. So she had a five-hour bus ride to come meet us, but she has to bring her parent, a representative from the church, and then there's a translator, because unlike all the kids who did awesome with their Spanish, um, Myself and Dave, we did, we did pretty poor. So. <laughs> they were much better. Hola. hola. I think that was you yeah. on the video. El hola o. Yeah. So, uh, but I tell you, I mean, just having her come out and seeing it, because I studied the picture before I left. I was like, I'm going to find out if this girl is for real or not. And uh, uh, having her come out and being able to give her a hug and just... Uh, converse with her it was it was kind of a heartbreaking experience for me because I've not been very good at writing letters back and forth which you can do through compassion and uh you know she came out and we did we stayed at a pretty nice hotel but it was for our safety not for you know us just to have a blast um she said when she came out one of the first things she said was this is beautiful I've never seen a swimming pool before which was just heartbreaking for me and then uh through the conversation we found out she'd never left her her hometown before and towards the end of our time together she shared that uh or she thanked us this is quotes for the most special day of my life and when you just show up and have a girl you know tell you that it was it's still hard you know It, it I got home and I made a special gift to her through compassion already. <laughs> Wrote her a letter. <laughs> I'm stepping up my game, but it's, it's, a, it's an awesome organization. You know, I think we could take up 10 services telling stories about the trip that we went on. Um, I know some of you here helped sponsor some of our people that went on the trip. Maybe you supported them. Many of you sponsor Compassion Children. Um, Chris and I and Christian and some of the adults who, like he said, you know, we're 
we're kind of maybe a little bit more, you know, now how does this work? Is all that money really getting used well? Is it, I mean, we came back just huge advocates of this program. Uh, they really are. There's Christian out there. He's, a, he's an I-dotter and a T-crosser, and he, uh, he was very happy with everything he saw and everything. And um, we're going to continue doing this. We're going to continue planting churches. We're going to continue uh, sponsoring children. We're going to continue taking trips back over there to meet people and the children. Um, I want to invite all the team just to finish off the service to come back up on the stage so you can see them all because not everyone got to play a part in the service this morning. So if you were on that trip, make your way up here. And then just while they're making their way up here, one last um, uh, thought. So... As we left, we asked this uh, church that we were at, are there still children in this church that are yet to be sponsored? They said, yeah, we actually have nine packets right now. Uh, That's actually down to six or seven packets already, I think. But uh, we brought those packets back with us. So if you're here this morning, you've never sponsored a compassion child, you've been uh, blessed by what these guys have shared, um, uh, and you would like to sponsor a child, they are all these wonderful people here, right after service, going to make their way over to a tall table there in the the gym. And you can go and ask them questions about their trip. You can ask, uh, you know, what it was like. The packets are there. If you want to sponsor a child, they can tell you more about how it works. Um, I am going to say this, because we've got two services today. Um, These aren't packets that you can take away and think about. So if you want to sponsor a child this morning, you can fill out the packet right now. If you don't, that's totally fine. There is a sheet where you could write your name and email if you're interested in the future. You just don't want to make a decision right now. But if you want to say, yeah, I'd love to sponsor a child, and having seen the pictures of that church, think, wow, that's the church that we help build. I want to sponsor a child from that church. These packets are from that church. So um, on behalf of all of this team, thank you so much, Connect Church, for your prayers and your... You know, being a brand new church is pretty exciting because we can now, there's always firsts. This was our first ever missions trip, but many, many more will, will come and we'll definitely let you know uh, in the future about those. So let's pray, shall we? Father... We want to thank you that many of us on a daily basis probably take for granted the incredible blessing that we have to live in a country like this, to live in a community like this, to have so much. Forgive us, Lord, for the times that we've maybe been frustrated or complained because a car didn't work or there wasn't a, the house wasn't big enough or, or things like that. And forgetting, Lord, that there are so many around the world that have so little. But like Will said, Lord, thank you for showing us on this trip that poverty isn't about what we have. Poverty is a state of mind. Poverty is an attitude of the heart. And we met some people last week that were rich, rich beyond their wildest dreams because they were full of love and they they loved you, Jesus, and they showed love to us when we met them, Lord. And thank you that we learned more from them probably than they would ever learn from us. So thanks, Lord, that we can be a part of a church that makes a difference outside of this community around the world. And we pray that we'll continue to spread the name of Jesus and help children around the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, Ben's got one more thing to say. Um, I just thought of this one quick thing I wanted to say. Um, Like Chris was saying, he was skeptical about uh, compassion if he was sponsoring the right kid. But um, as we all saw, like, Anyone on stage can attest that um, it's legit, and these kids need sponsoring. So the packets that are out there, if, like, if there's anything inside of you telling you um, that 
oh, should I do it? Should I do it? You should go. You need to look at the packets. You need to sign up. Sponsor a kid because we didn't talk about this one night. Uh, at the end of the week, we met with three adults who oh, had yeah. all come through the Compassion Program and who had all had sponsors. Uh, we had the opportunity to ask some questions, and somebody asked, do you think you would be in the position, in the job position you are today if you had not been sponsored? They all said no. And they said they thank God every single day for their sponsor. And even though this short amount of, uh, or short um, amount of money is coming out of our bank accounts going to them and we don't really give it a second thought, they pray for us every single day and they think about us every single day and um, you are changing a life in another part of the world. And so. they do read the letters you write. So if you have a sponsored child, write them a letter today. They love it when they hear from us. So God bless. Thank you very much. See you next Sunday.